give up or keep trying. Okay. We're live. Good morning. How you guys doing? How you doing? You know, there's some things in life that you tried it and you tried and tried it. And finally you get to the place where somebody says to you or you decide, you know, ain't no sense in keep trying this thing. It's just not going to work. Just give up on it. And then there's other things that you did decide to give up on and you wish you had not. You wish you had just hung on a little bit longer. So today's topic is give up versus keep trying. Give up or keep trying. And we're yeah, there is some there is some argument to be made for both. There is, and we're <laughs> gonna talk about it right here in just a moment. Back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Like, 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 like. Okay, there we go. All right. So, I mean, in my life, there's been things I look back on that I was doing too long. Like there was a job that I should have quit long before that. I stayed too long and ultimately it wasn't working between the job and me. I was the top ranked salesperson and I was a manager and they had new management come in and we were bumping heads and it wasn't a good fit for either of us, but I wouldn't quit. And they ultimately ended up firing me. But looking back on it, I should have left them a year earlier. I wasted a year, Mm. you know, um, there was another job job or something I should have got out of earlier. There was a relationship that I should have gotten out of earlier that I didn't. So I stuck around too long. Maybe it's the Irish part of me. Okay. My last name is McNeil. That's Irish. And then there's other things. What's Irish about sticking around too long? That's a trait. Um, being stubborn is something Irish. Oh. And then there's other things that I left too early. There was a network marketing company that I was starting to get some traction, that I quit early. And looking back on it, if I had stayed just a little bit longer, because I was starting to, if I had stayed a little bit longer, I regret that I left that one when I did. There was a few things that I regret leaving leaving early. Or staying too long. Or staying too long. Yeah. To leave or stay, leaving early or staying too long, both of them, I think, are, are incorrect moves. But determining it is a challenge, I think. It is a challenge, because... <clears throat> As the Bible talks about, patience is a virtue, and pa- pa- patient people that are exerting patience are often dealing with something longer than is comfortable. Long suffering, yeah. But doesn't there's a reward for long suffering, right? Yeah, there's well, if you're patient in the right thing. If you're patient in the right thing, how do you know? That's the problem. That's the problem. Go on and talk to challenge. Uh, If y'all haven't heard yet, we've decided to do Lunch on the Lake next week, Thursday, the 16th. That's when our friends are going to gather and bring a dish. And we're just going to fellowship and eat together, break bread together, talk junk, and hug each other's neck and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. Lonzo and Lake is going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I'm bringing it up right now because I don't know if our beloved Dr. Deborah Dunst is going to be still local or not. Okay. And she is our beloved. <laughs> um, so how do you know? How do you know when it's time to go? How do you know when it's time to get out of this thing? Or when it's time to stay. Or when it's time down. to stay. <laughs> Double down. I don't have a great answer right now. Maybe someone that comes on the broadcast this morning has a great answer. You know, one of our um, regulars is his birthday today. And we're going to sing his song. And we're going to sing happy birthday to him. And I'm hoping he shows up. Mark Greer's birthday today. Woohoo! Yep. How was Wind's meeting last night? Women's it Empowerment was amazing. Network. amazing. It was. Mm-hmm. Really? This is the first time it's been amazing. No, that's not true. It's always amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. We talked about, um, we celebrated, of course, everybody's accomplishments. And then we talked about um, confirming whether or not a habit is working for us or against us. Ooh, that's interesting. Is the habit working for you or against you? And are you choosing it? Um, Dr. Deborah says, I think that I will still be here. Good. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, um, there is. Uh, That's a new picture. I just did it yesterday. You painted that yesterday? Yeah. You want to show it off? I guess. It's not very good. It's all right. It's, I saw it was interesting. Lisa painted yesterday in her own home, ex- exercised her creativity. In here. Bill, it says delivered, re, recovered. I don't remember what I wrote. Forever, delivered forever, built to rebuild. This is what Lisa painted yesterday. I'm still working on Look it. Look at it. Uh, the it's eyes come. It's all right. I like it. I'd put it up in my room. Uh, you put up anything. Like, I'm a Because I love my wife and I love her creativity. Like, I'm a five-year-old. Oh, put this put up on the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, baby. I like that you... First off, I know I couldn't do it, okay? I know this is more creative than I could have ever be, okay? That's nice. Lisa painted this yesterday. Uh, put that back over there, please. Dr. Deborah said, after assessing my... My habits. habits. I went into my meditation. Oh. Absolutely, okay. that is one of the good habits. Well, thank I you. I like Dr. the painting Deborah. too. What the heck? I like it. The more I look at it, I'm gonna put it up somewhere. You're not putting it up. Well, you said you're not finished with it, right? And I think y'all want you to make that word more visible. Forever. It's forever. Okay, I need you to make that more visible. It's gray on gray, so darken it up a little bit. The word is silver on gray. Well. I need the word a little bit more visible, but I think that's the only thing I would change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I yeah. like the painting too. Going into even even considering our meditations. Um meditation is a habit. It is a good, it can be a good habit. And we were talking about the um the reinforcements that we hear, the thoughts, like evaluating your thoughts. And evaluating the origin of your thoughts. Thoughts are not anonymous. That's right. Thoughts are not anonymous. They're not. Um, they're not just all the time. They they have input. They have help. You can hear something, read something, see something, and that thought come back to you. And so you get to decide: Is this the thought I want to keep, mm-hmm. or is this the thought I want to dismantle? That's an interesting talk. I'm sure. Um, the men's meeting. I want to tell you guys. 
we all told the stories of our dads. And some of the stories were funny and happy. And some of them were really, really sad and rough to hear. Got to bring the mood down to the room kind of stories. But we all were transparent. We told the story of our dad. We told what our dads taught us. We told stories about something that we thought was fun with our dad, a good story. And some of them didn't have any good stories to tell about their dad. But it was really, really cathartic. It was really, really healing to everyone everywhere. We went a little bit longer than we normally go because I didn't want anyone to be shortcut. I wanted to give everyone enough time to tell the story of their dads. And it was um, it was great. It was great for me to hear the other men tell stories. It was great for me to hear men comment on each other's stories. And even, even the men that were older, you know, their stories were just really, really, you know, awesome. Awesome. I'll be curious what your meditation, what fruit your meditation brought after uh, assessing your habits this morning. So one of the things we talked about is how, how contradictory our own habits can be. Okay. Like um, they're like they're not confirming what we say we want. Oh, we say we want to start studying, but we watch cartoons or something like that. <laughs> yes, that is contradictory. Yes. <laughs> Are there even cartoons anymore? There are. They're not cartoons like we anime. That's not a cartoon. No. I mean, it's cartoon technically, yes, but because it's animated. But there's not. Family Guy is a cartoon, isn't it? It is cartoon, but it's not cartoon. It's grown folk situations and stuff. Silly a lot of times, but grown folks language, actions, and innuendo. What about Tom and Jerry? That's cartoon. It was full of grown folk actions and innuendo. And violence. And violence. Looking back on Tom and Jerry, how could we let our kids watch that? Bugs Bunny was the same, too. But the Bugs didn't have sexual innuendo. Bugs Bunny was like the first transgender Cross-dresser. Not transgender. Cross-dresser. He would dress up like a woman sometimes. Um, that's all. Okay. <laughs> And he would kiss a man too. That part. Ah, <laughs> oh, bugs. Across animals. <laughs> yes, he would kiss some people on their lips and they go. And he would chew them in run. the face. Now, if you're looking at the cartoons like that, Pepe Le Pew is the worst of me. He's the rapist. Yeah. Just take it. <laughs> Grand Rising, Felicia. <laughs> he was considered persistent. And it was fun. I used to love when Pepe Le Pew came on, but it's a bad example. You can't look at it anymore. I know. It's a bad example. I can't stand it. No, I can't stand it. Good morning, Sister Felicia. How you doing? Uh, Road the Roadrunner was violent. Yes, an anvil here and dropping off of a cliff. It was always falling off a cliff. Okay, explosions. Holy. <laughs> As I look back, I wonder how much of that was to desensitize us on some of the real things that were going on. I'm sure it did. Oh, my gosh. Everything was, uh, you going to act me and get you some bombs? Or just go buy them. <laughs> Let's go buy a bomb. We're just going to go buy a bomb. Reach behind your back and come out with a gun. Reach behind your back again and come out with a bigger gun. Reach behind your back and come out with an even bigger gun. A cannon. A cannon. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Why did we let our kids watch that? Well, we were the kids watching that. Today's topic, uh, to let go or keep going. 
to quit or 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 stay in the game. Yeah. And I think there's something we have to determine when to do each. Right. Because the book Who Moved My Cheese talked about keeping it moving. Yeah. Like you still have the goal, but you may have to change uh, your uh, direction to achieve that goal. Your goal is to get the cheese. Cheese ain't there no more. I like that book. It's such a short book. Uh, Sister Dr. Deborah Dunstan says... My oldest son saw a Superman cartoon and tied a towel around his neck and jumped down the stairs. So did I. We all did. <laughs> so did I. My pastor said he jumped off the roof. Oh, Lordy Jesus. So I wonder how many of us actually embraced that idea. So how impressionable was that? I mean, all of it was, we were impressionable for any of it. So I certainly tied a towel around my neck and jumped down the stairs, too. And we lived on the third floor, so I would jump to each landing. Okay. Boom. Okay, I lived through that landing. Okay. That was what, that was your goal of success? Yes. I, I lived through that landing. I might have hurt my legs a little bit. But, but my, I lived. For my feet or something, but I kept going. Next landing. Boom. <laughs> I got my towel around my neck. The magic <laughs> towel. <laughs> I probably was six or seven, you know, something like that. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So, my gosh, the cartoons are so violent. But um, Impacted us to too. quit or well, keep going, I promise you there was some jobs I should have quit earlier. You know, there were some relationships that was not working or serving either one of us, but I just didn't want it to end. And I think in that, a lot of it is um, the the thoughts that we were fed. You were thought, you put in the time, you put in the work, but sometimes this is not the thing that you put the time into. And in my wisdom now, I know you have to let go of some of that stuff to free yourself to receive the better. Mm -hmm. You got to let go of that to get the better. You can't get the better. There's no room for the better. Okay. Ladies, you can't put the, the ideal man or the man into your bed until you clean the get the other one out of the bed or get the pumpkin seeds and the paperwork and the laundry off the other side of the bed. <laughs> you can't put a man in the bed when you got all that other stuff in the other side of the bed. We've had I, I need to address something on the show. We've had a couple of days of uh frazzled mornings. And I think if you go back to the tape, you will notice that some things did not happen for two days in a row. Like what? You haven't kissed me good morning. Okay. And I need my kiss. Okay. So I want to bring it to your attention because I think it came because we had like really frazzled morning, two mornings in a row. I didn't mean to not kiss I you in the morning. I know you did. I, I, I don't mind kissing my wife. <laughs> I didn't quit kissing my wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not something I'm gonna let go. Okay. No, I don't think so. I can't believe I didn't. Yep. You sure? I'm sure. I don't know. We gotta check the tape on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, to keep going or let go, I was inspired by um a a, a, a picture that I have this morning um in my Facebook memories, and it's two men side by side. They both fall into a, a steep a steep hole. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in the hole. One man is in a steep hole and he sits down and leans up against the wall, pulls his knees up into his chest and just sits there with a look on his face. And the other man finds the only thing in the hole, a rock. And he's using that rock to dig outside of the hole, I mean, sides of the wall 
to make footholds and handholds. And he's digging vigorously and he's kind of like making headway. Right. Yeah. So and the choice is looking at the situation, do I give up and just sit here? Or do I take the only thing I have in the room in the hole with me and try to dig, you know? Well, I think that was really resourceful. He didn't try to dig his way out. He tried to dig his way out. Like he didn't try to make a hole to crawl out of. Right. He made a hole to he made holes to crawl up. Yeah. And sometimes the imagination is, I mean, the the uh he didn't choose to give up by just what he saw. It's quite possible that he started out sitting down next to the other guy. Mm-hmm. Well, not next to him, but in different holes, yeah. He could have just started that way because they both only had a rock in the hole with them. Mm-hmm. Just them in the hole, and the, and the hole wasn't very wide. Maybe as wide as this, that's it. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like standing up, and you really have to press yourself to sit down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just thought that was pretty poignant. I think that is. I think that is a, that's extremely poignant. I think for him to be creative enough to realize, well, I can't, this is not enough rock to build a, a, a ladder out. Mm-hmm. There's not enough, big enough rock to stand on and get myself out. What can I do with this rock? And he MacGyvered the situation. He MacGyvered it. That's a throwback reference for you. <laughs> I love MacGyver. I love MacGyver. He MacGyvered it. Yes. Oh, man. MacGyver. I used to consider myself MacGyver in a lot of situations. I got a plastic straw, a rubber band, a rubber band, and, a, and a piece a paper of tape. Clip. A rubber band, a paper clip, and some gum. Whatever. I can do anything. I can do anything. I can do anything. And you, it's quite possible that you might be able to. MacGyver could do anything with a rubber band and a paper clip. Yes, he could. I love MacGyver. Oh, fix your car, make a bomb. What, what you need? <laughs> Instead of all I got, he was like, I got a paper clip. Oh, Man, my goodness. He can do that's everything. a million dollars. That's right, Dr. Depp, but he could build anything. <laughs> he could build, create, or uh, or get out of any situation with that paper clip. I think if I was dating MacGyver, my whole outfit would be made out of paper clip. Because <laughs> we would be he would be, we in whatever fix we in, he need a paper clip. That's they, all he need. Um, look at the pose that I'm in with Lisa right now. Now, I saw something on Facebook today. It says, men can't unhook a bra, but they could do something. Okay, it got me to thinking, because the lady says, men don't know how to unhook bras. When I was in high school, I was ambidextrous. Okay? I could unhook a bra with either hand. I could go left and do it or right-handed and do it. And I was proud of my skills and my ambidexterity and my finger um, my finger skills there. So I was thinking, hmm, this new generation don't know how they don't have no skills like that. <laughs> really? Good morning, Pam. I was good at it. He believed school. he could and he did anything. It or was it his what his now, was it his in high school? Sometimes it was just three hooks. But sometimes it was four hooks or five hooks, depending upon the woman. Okay, but I was good in at- high school. You very seldom had a five hook bra. Very seldom. Most of the time it was like three, or even two. It was mostly two in high school. But I knew how to do it with either hand. Four they- hooks is big, Mama Boob. I'm trying to tell you, Brother <laughs> Brian was ambidextrous. But 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 what was anyway? I'm, so, I'm gl- glad Deborah I have a comment here. That- a great perspective in my Lisa voice 
what do you have in your hand? Mm -hmm. um, Pamela I know, Coleman. I know you were talking about paper clips. <laughs> He believed he couldn't and did anything with his paper clips. Yes, he did. It reminded me of clips is what I where I went to that. Yeah, I know, but I'm still reminding you that there are no four clip bras in the Okay, high okay, okay, okay. Either way, but the point was not how many clips the bra had. The bra had was ambidextrous, and I had um Technical I was tactically uh, <laughs> with either hand, and I caught myself in a position where I would normally be. You know, I could do it quick too. <laughs> Did you just take off my bra? <laughs> that's right, Felicia. Sometimes you do have to be innovative to solve a problem. And that's exactly, that's good wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, that to, to me, thinking about the man sitting in a hole is really helping me to process some things. Um, yesterday, I had the opportunity, and Dr. Deborah, you kind of co-signed it unknowingly. I had the opportunity to speak to someone who um, leveraged with me one request. Figure out how I'm going to come up with XYZ amount of money for A, B, and C. For now, somewhere. I'm not saying who it is or what it is or the amount. It wasn't me. But no, it wasn't. It was it was somebody <laughs> outside of our home. Okay. But Dr. Deborah, that, that is absolutely my first place to go. What do you have in your hand? Right. But I also know this person has tremendous faith. And so what do you have in your hand for me turned into what do you have in your heart? Like, what are we going to do? We're going to petition the father for the answer to this particular yes. need. Amen. We're going to petition the father. And we went to praying. Like as if we were pulling up at the bank, we went to praying. And not that God is coin operated. That wasn't the point. The point is that he will give you the million dollar idea. He will give you the direction that you need to get out of the situation. He will give you the answers when we just ask him. His uh, word said, call on me and I will answer Try you. me also. Um, good morning, Sundar Fleming. I'm so happy that Pamela Coleman is here. Pamela Coleman, we're still working on your song. But someone has submitted an entry or a line for your song to help us out. We still don't have the whole thing. But the line that was submitted to us was, hope makes us happy. You know? Not like that. How was it then? How did you hear? How did you read it? Hope makes us happy, happy, happy. Hope makes you happy. And then clap along if you feel Hope. He likes, he hates a room without a roof, so he doesn't even want to use that. A room without a roof, it doesn't make no sense to it me. It does. If it you does think not. About it. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. What the heck does that mean? That means when it rains. <laughs> I don't like that line. I'm not going to use the line either. Don't use But that's line. all we got so far. Is Hope makes you happy. How you hear it? That's it? Hope makes you happy? That's it? No, that's not it. I'm working on the rest of it. We're still working on it, uh, Pamela. wasn't the tune. What was the tune then? The one that I just did. Do it again, please. Hope makes you happy. Hope makes you happy from the song Happy? Yes. I don't know that part. Step along. I mean, you keep going to the line okay. that you don't like. Because, the line oh, you're talking about that. Hope makes us happy is replacing 
because I'm happy. Yes. Why did you say that? Because I couldn't. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Sundar Fleming. How you doing? Hope because I'm happy. Okay. Come along with Pamela if if hope makes you happy. Come how does that go? Come along with Pamela if hope makes you happy. Come along with Pamela if hope makes you happy. I'm trying to I'm trying to work it. We try we trying to get it, Pamela. Because and that was the other thing we had a debate about this morning. Her name is Pamela. Three syllables. 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 Three syllables. Pamela. It's not Pamela. I, that's what I always say. Lisa wanted to call it Pamela. I know it's Pamela. <laughs> I do understand that it's Pamela, but I always say Pamela. Mm-mm. And I'm I, I hope that it's okay. We're trying to get it right. I do not call you Pam because I've never heard you refer to yourself as Pam. I think I heard her call herself Pammy one time. Pammy. <laughs> I like Pammy. Okay. So anyway, should you should you keep going? Should you keep trying that thing or or stop trying it? Let it go. You've been trying to build this business for a while. It's just not working. Okay. Pamela. That's right, Pamela. Okay. You know, I'm trying to get my business going and it's just not working, but I'm gonna keep staying with it. What's the what kind of business you have? Well, all we sell is tape. Yeah, that's it. Just different kinds of tape. Okay, that's it. I'm trying to make this business go, you know, just selling tape. Okay. Well, you want to add anything else to your nope. business? Nope. Just tape. Scotch did it. What about paper clips nope. or pencils nope. or nothing? Nope. nope. Just nope. tape. Tape. Okay. How do you I'm sell- going to make the best tape that you ever found. <laughs> Pamela means all honey. All honey. Okay. So your friend who's who's struggling in his just tape business, and you don't believe him. Okay. What well, do you tell him? Look, man. You, is the, if you don't have anything good to tell him, it's not your job. That's right. You don't need to tell him nothing. Right. Okay. But he should probably let that go. It's not your business to, to what he should probably. You don't think so? No. I love the guy. You can love him and support him, encourage him, or mind your business. A friend asked to borrow money from me so he can open up. That a, is a different wait, question. Wait, wait, wait. I open up a Tower Records store. Okay. He wants to open up a Tower Records sell vinyl records okay and and cds and cassettes is that a viable business today it could be no it's not <laughs> it's not viable today you don't know what vision he has for it, but what i'm saying is <laughs> unless you are the funding person or a person impacted by the even I think the person who's impacted by it, because I mean, how many think about how many people in entertainment had to struggle beforehand, period, and other people had to support them in their dreams, you know, for a long time, for a long time. And you know, even, you're right, you're right. It's it's difficult, no matter what it is. The, the way Lisa's the road Lisa's taking this and the line Lisa's drawing on this issue. She's making me believe that almost never is a good time to quit. <laughs> what about relationships that are bad? Okay. I've had some that I think I should have got out of earlier than I did. I just stuck around for the sport of sticking around because it was familiar. I think that the, the truth comes out in that is that some things come only through fasting and prayer. 
and asking God for direction in that. And once you believe you hear the answer, then stick to that. Okay. So, so far today, we've talked about sticking to things or quitting things, using ingenuity on things, MacGyvering your way out of a situation, calling on the law for answers. We've covered all, and how violent cartoons were that we grew up with. We've covered all that area so far. I forgot how violent Roadburner was. Oh Roadrunner my God. Was violent. All, all the bombs and falling off of cliffs. Not only would he fall off of a cliff and splat on the road, then the piece of the cliff would fall on top of him. Yep. <laughs> Golly, that was terrible. He'd fall off of a boulder. And then the boulder fall on him. Wiley Coyote. Yes. Yeah. Wiley Coyote. But then he come back with something else from Acme. But life don't work like that, he was kid. persistent. But life don't work that way. We taught our kids that you can fall off a mountain and have a boulder fall on top of you and you'll be all right. Because <laughs> Wiley Coyote was all right. Only in the literal sense it says, is it, is it untrue or impossible? Yes, but that's where we live, literally. I don't know. Mm. I don't. Mm. I'm choosing to go back to not living literally anymore. Okay. What does that mean, Lisa? That means that I believe the unbelievable. Yes. Okay. You're choosing to believe the unbelievable. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And I think that it uh I think that it definitely fair fared better for me to believe in the unbelievable and to believe in to believe in other people when they are expressing something that most people would consider unbelievable. It's worked fair it's fared better for you in your life. You've noticed and when you've chosen to believe in the unbelievable, life worked out better for you. Absolutely. Gotcha. Gotcha. And now you're choosing to go back to that that living. More than I have been, yes. Amen. Amen. This is uh, Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday is the middle of the work week. Uh, at least I believe in putting people on five-day work weeks. We do. And we believe that Saturday and Sunday should be the weekend. That's what we believe. We teach it. We believe it in our household. And we also teach it to our clients. We both have clients. And we both also believe that Wednesday being the middle day of the week, is we don't call it hump day. We call Wednesday's evaluation day. And on evaluation days, you're supposed to ask yourself two questions. Mm-hmm. What am I doing correctly? And what would I have I done differently? Doing? What would I have done differently? Now, Lisa's choosing to go back to, um, how, how do I word that correctly? A more, a more, uh, a more trusting okay. and whimsical Ooh. way of looking at the world. A more trusting and whimsical way of looking at the world. I allowed the world to seep in, and I'm not going to blame anyone for that. I'm not going to blame anyone for that. I think I thought it was part of being grown up. I think I thought it was a part of being more mature, being able to talk about certain things, being more knowledgeable about certain stuff. But none of that stuff was my business, I believe now. None of that stuff had anything to do with me. And the parts of the world that I let in were never part of the mantle that I was supposed to be taking up. Well, I'll be supportive as, as best I can. Um, so not only do you use Wednesday as evaluation day, what does the shirt say, Lisa? It says faith, faith. forwarding all issues to heaven. That's it. <laughs> forwarding all issues to heaven. Um, so, so 
Wednesday, you should be asking yourself, what am I doing correctly this week? You know, and what have I done differently? And we do, we believe in that, but I also believe in the concept called W and L days, winning and losing days. And winning days are comprised of a list of things that can contribute to a winning day in your life, in your business. And there's a typically a list between 10 and 15 different things that can happen. And you choose the number two, three, or four. And this is what I do with my clients as a sales confidence coach. And then I show them how to use either a desk calendar or wall calendar to track your days, W or L. Was this a winning day for my business or a losing day for my business? Just that simple. And it doesn't take long for that calendar to become a bragalog or an embarrassment board. It could be either one and it doesn't take long, okay? So, but this calendar week right here and any week where you have at least three winning days, you can count that as a winning week out of five. Three out of five is a winning week because life is not going to let you win every single day. Okay, you're not supposed to win every single day in life. You're not supposed to win all the time either. Okay, so even with the best intentions and the best work ethic, you're still not going to win every single day. And that's fine because that's how life works. But if you win three out of five, you can count it as a winning week. I am well on my way to a winning week because I've had a winning Monday and a winning Tuesday for my business. So all I need between Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, between these three days, I just need one more successful day and I can count to this is a successful week for me and my business. Stephanie says yesterday was a losing day, uh, Stephanie, but there's time left in the week. And uh, Felicia says the impar- the unbelievable is power to do and overcome the unthinkable. Absolutely. And Dr. Deborah says, Brian, I will be shouting out your name today on my show. Dr. Deborah's show happens at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Nonprofit Nuggets. Yes. Yes, 2 p.m. She's going to shout out my name. I need to figure out a way to be there. Yes, and we ask the Empowerment Network to take time today, especially if you have Facebook. I don't have Facebook, but I'm going to do it from Brian's ID. Vote for Carmelo Baker. She is she is rooting, she is um campaigning to become Ms. Health and Fitness 2022. The link is on there. It is uh helping to fund the building of handicapped homes. For warned for wounded warriors, yeah, and you can submit that's a worthy project. A warrior vote at misshealthandfitness.com slash 2022 slash Carmelo dash B. The link is on your screen. Dr. Deborah's gonna be voting again today. Sister Felicia Gardner says that we read that already. Um you can vote every day. Dr. Deborah says I will be voting again today. Stephanie says I voted, she voted yesterday. That's right. Thank you, Stephanie. You she can vote every was day. A losing day. Today is winning Wednesday. Now, the, I love the um, exercise that we do where we come up with a list of 10 to 15 different things. And if you do just three of those, you can count that as a winning day. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of variety to pick from. But if you just but it's mostly dependent upon either your actions or result. The results are less have to do with your current actions, the results of stuff, actions of the time. But you, there are some hustle stats. There are some things that you can do that day. If you will just do it, it can contribute to a winning day. And um, so living like that, I think, helps a lot. Um, letting go, keep I'm going. starving. We didn't eat this morning. I did. We did? I went downstairs and made me some 
oatmeal and some brats. Oh, I was fooling with the um, trying to get everything situated for the show. Yeah. I woke up a little bit late. I, I did, man. I gotta tell you, it's so. I had a, a crazy thing happen to me this morning. I woke up and my hip was killing me. It was the worst pain I've had. And um, and I think it's time for us to flip the mattress anyway. But it was the worst of because my hip's been hurting for like three or four days now. This was the worst. It was almost to the point of moving me to crying. It was so much pain. And this is like, you want to switch sides of the bed? And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And we switched sides of the bed and I went back to sleep. And I woke up with no pain. <laughs> well, I did take a, a pain pill too. But I woke up with no pain on my hip. I'm like, huh. I went to, I laid down with the worst pain I was having and slept for another, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes or something like that. And the pain was gone. I was like, what the heck? That was amazing to me. I'm grateful that you it felt may, better. It may not be a miracle to you, but, but I'm still grateful. I'm grateful. I went from better the worst pain. You was in pain. I was. You know, I don't play with. I don't play with pain. It was the worst. I ain't want to cry in front of you or nothing like that. But I was dying. I was like, oh my god. Oh, I ain't say oh nothing. I just sucked it all up. But I was hurting real bad. I couldn't even know how to articulate it properly. Anyway. You got to be more um, transparent than that. More transparent. It's card time. Card time. We're pulling from the beauty cards. Today is expand your range. Okay, expand your range. Expand your range. Sometimes it's easier to find your lowest feelings. Sadness or pain may seem more real than joy or bliss. The, to the depths of your lowest feeling, you also have the capacity for heights. Play big. Open up. You are more than you think you are. And that's called the um, expand your range card. So often we are more comfortable expressing the, the negative emotions. Yeah. We're more comfortable. It's easy. It's a go-to move. We often feel that people even accept it better. Mm -hmm. People are willing to put up with um, providing comfort for for what uh, uh, a pain or, or a negative emotion may be. But it's often difficult for some people, or at least in some circles, for people to express um, encouragement and uh, support for something that's positive that's going on. Um, good morning, Mr. William Brown. Hey, I'm happy Bill. that you're here. I'm still looking for Brother Mark Greer. Mark Greer, because today's his birthday. Today's Mark Greer's birthday. So I'm hoping he'll pop on here so we can sing his birthday song. Um, we'll do his greeting logo if he shows up. We're going to do that soon. But I want to sing a happy birthday to him. And if he doesn't show up today, we least and I, we're going to call him up on the phone <laughs> and sing happy birthday to him. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yep, I hope he does pop on here today. But today's topic was um, keep going or let it go. Yeah, we need to go back to bed. I'm not going to go back to bed today because I got stuff to do. <laughs> um, but um, keep it going or let it go. Keep it going or, or let, let it go. go. Yeah. When is it time to do which? 
Yeah. When is it time to keep it going? When is and it time to keep fighting it? for it, even though it looks like it's time to let it go? Or when is it time to just let that thing go and move on to the next? On to the next one. On to the next one. Just gotta let it go. Looks like another love TKO. <laughs> I think I better let this go. Because <laughs> this looks like another love technical knockout. It's going to kill me. <laughs> it's a technical knockout. Uh, that's right. Looking back, looking back over my years, I guess I have shed some tears. I've told myself time and time again that this time I'm going to win. But another fight and things ain't right. And I'm losing again. Mm-hmm. And then I know it takes a fool to lose twice. Start all over again. <laughs> Think I better let it go. <laughs> let it go. Looks like another love TKO. Come on, y'all. Y'all know the lyrics. Maybe y'all do or not. Maybe we might have a younger audience today. No, we don't. So um, <laughs> I think it's really important to tap into what you are expecting and what you have heard in your own thoughts about what it is that you're doing as opposed to a whole lot of outside um, influence. I think the influence needs to be from within. I know you do, Dr. Deborah. She goes, I definitely know those lyrics. <laughs> She's of our era. Okay. That's right. That's why I want Mark Hick, Mark Mark Greer to be in the room. He's he's a little bit older than us, a few years older than us. But still, today's his birthday. So if y'all have Mark, a way to reach out to Mark Greer, do that. Because we want him to we want him know we appreciate him. Today's his birthday. It's now 940. And what we do around now. Um, just reminder again, June the 14th. Is it the 14th or the 16th? That's what? Thursday. Thursday the 16th, right? Late lunch on the lake. Lunch on the lake. Next week, Thursday, I think it's the 16th. Your camera's, your phone's right there. Okay. Um, man, we don't even think of it as just the phone anymore. I just caught myself, says, your camera is over there. Your camera, I mean, your phone is over there for her to look at the calendar. It's the 16th. It's the 16th. Lunch on the Lake is the 16th. That's where our friends, Stephanie Morris and Dr. Deborah and, and Lisa and I, and local friends to Charlotte. If yes. you're in the Charlotte area next week, Thursday, we're going to do lunch on the lake where we're just going to gather. We're going to have a little camp table, I mean, a um, picnic table there, and um, we're going to bring covered dishes, and we're going to break bread and tell stories and laugh with each other and hug each other's necks and uh, have a good time together in the afternoon during the week. Us, us and our entrepreneurial friends and our friends that can get off work, we're going to do lunch in the lake with our friends. Um, William Brown says, I keep it going. And let it go. I am trying to explain it, but my thumbs are not acting right. <laughs> okay. Your thumbs may still be earlier than everything else. Yeah, and your thumbs will catch up. But let's go from the top. We want to do what we call we we thank our our consistent contributors to the show. The show works not at all unless you guys contribute something. And uh, people that have been rocking with the show for years, and we do it with greeting songs and with greeting logos. And up first today was Dr. Deborah Dunstan. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm-hmm. Up next is Sister Felicia Gardner. Felicia. 
Alicia, we love you. You're the one, the one for me. Up next is Miss Pamela Coleman. Her song is a work in progress, but we do know her motto is hope. H O her motto spells out the word hope. H O H O P E. Help one person every day, and we do know that hope makes us happy. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy, happy. Well, I don't know if we'll evolve past that, but I'm hoping we will. But we might stay. Hope makes us happy. Up next is um, Stephanie Morris. Stephanie Morris has a greeting song as well. Stephanie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Life has new meaning to, to me. me. There is beauty up above <laughs> and things we never take notice of. You wake up and Stephanie, you're in love. <laughs> Mark Greer has stepped in the room. Kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? Mark Greer stepped in the room. Mark Greer, you've added a lot to all of our lives on the show. And we wanted to take a moment to help celebrate you today. I've been looking for your butt all show. But now he's in the room. But anyway. um, Happy birthday. No, no, no. Mark Greer's birthday is today. And it goes, happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday, happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Today is Mark Greer's 58th birthday. And Mark Greer, I know we don't have much time left in this show. Grown and sexy. But what I want to ask is, yes, he's a very handsome young man. Um, What I want to ask Mark is, as of today, if you're willing to share, if you're willing to share, what has the first 58 years of life taught you? And if you could just make it in something, because I know it's taught you a lot of things, but just one thing that the first 58 years of life have taught you. Are you willing to share that, Mark? Uh, who's this? Oh, that's your girl. Okay. William Brown has a song as well. And this song goes, good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so, and we always will. Our friend Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. How you doing, my brother? Uh, what a dynamic time in Bill's life this is right now. And I tell you, Bill, you can get a lot done in these dynamic periods. You know, it might be time for Bill to write something else. <laughs> Pamela Coleman gave us um, heart eyes. Okay, heart eyes, I'm guessing is good. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's what it means. Okay, I love cool. it. Hope makes you happy. Happy, 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 Because <laughs> help one person every day. What if we all lived like that? What if we tried to help one person every day? Absolutely. You got to sing Mark's song. Oh, Mark's song, yes. <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for oh, the funk of it. it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing, Nothing can stop, stop us now. now. 
I'm so glad that Mark Greer is in this room today. I'm so glad that William Brown is in the room today because both of these amazing men were also in the Male Empowerment Networks meeting last night. And it was powerful for me, man. It was powerful. Well, I shared a little bit about um, about you guys last night, even in Women Empowerment Oh, Networks. really? What are you talking about? Well, Women Empowerment Networks is entering into a very important season. We're coming up on, we're two months away from our eighth anniversary. In August. Mm-hmm. That's the eighth year. And so is so are the Male Empowerment. We started in August of 2013. And that's what we're talking about. We were talking Ninth about. Ninth year. Huh? Ninth year. 2013 to 2022, nine years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Nine. Ninth year of doing this twice a month. So anyway, y'all were talking about. We were talking about, well, eight, nine, now nine. I didn't even know nine. Um, Mark Greer says, the first 58 has taught me that I still have a lot to learn. It's also taught me. It's also taught me I'm still working on this masterpiece called me, meaning I'm still here and I've got more amazing things to do. <laughs> Thank you for that so much, Mark. And I wish you the happiest birthday. We do, man. We love you. We want you to have a happy birthday. Absolutely. Look at what he's look at what he gave us, y'all. That was pretty good, actually. Um, he's he's taught him, man. He's like has a lot to learn. I've read somewhere before. The more and more people study, the the more they realize there's a lot more to learn about an issue. Like people who study like one part of the body or one area of interest okay like people who study a snail or a peanut the more you study that peanut the more you discover about that peanut finding 300 uses for a peanut and 150 uses for an eggplant okay come on man who did that for extra credit who did that who found more than 300 uses for a peanut and uh, more than 150 uses for an eggplant and came up with the concept of crop rotation who did that for extra point, crop rotation, peanuts, eggplants. Who's that? So when we, while you're pondering that I answer, can't believe y'all don't know. They got to be able to get it. and ain't even come out on that side yet. That's it. That's right. Andrea, what's up? Chocolate butterfly. Sail across the waters. Tell, Tell your, your sons and your daughters about what the struggle brings. Not the struggle brings. Okay. I don't want to say that. Okay, we'll say something else. But it's George Washington Carver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goodness. There's some more stuff y'all didn't know about George Washington Carver. For his whole life, he spoke with a very high pitched lisp because when he was 12, he was lynched. But they didn't kill him, they cut off his testicles. And he lived his whole life with no testicles after age 12. Yep. And that same man still went on to become a great man. That was easy for you, Andrea. (laughs) Yep, that sure did happen to him. That's interesting. Yeah. But um, I wonder how much that does then again tie into adversity brings out greatness, which is a common thought. Yeah, and... Yes, it would be difficult for most people to not be bitter. 
Brother Mark says, thank you for the birthday wishes. Going to be like wine. The older the age, the more intense the flavor. Amen. Dr. Deborah Dunn says that. Wow, I did not know that about him. George Washington Carver. That's right. That's right. I studied him, actually. Um, I like to study history. I could do it over a cigar and just get into a subject and just start researching it to death. And one video after another. And praise God for YouTube. That's right. Wish Mark Mark Greer happy birthdays, y'all. Today's his day. We want him to be wanting to feel special. Um, and we're grateful. When is Father's Day? It is the eight, the 18th or the 6th. It's in just on Juneteenth weekend. Oh, Juneteenth weekend is Father's Day weekend. Really? Why do I do both in the same weekend? <laughs> Juneteenth just happened to be on the week. Uh, Father's Day is the 19th. The 19th. Yeah. Juneteenth is also then the 19th, right? The 16th, 17th, 18th, we're celebrating it through the 19th, the 16th. The 16th the is on the lake. Lunch yes. on the lake. Lunch on the lake, yes. Okay. 17th, 18th, 19th. So we're going to be active. Lisa and I, we're going to be active celebrating Juneteenth as well this calendar month. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you guys want to take part in that as well, let us know. Uh, we want you to have an amazing day today. Um, we're not going to be having any... Um, Walmart Juneteenth ice cream. Uh, no, we're not going to eat that? No. <laughs> the colonizers. <laughs> they try to take everything. Yep. What's no. wrong with that? No. Uh, and that's not about you, Walmart. Not this time. Okay, mm -hmm. but anyway, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but anyway, um, we are going to celebrate Juneteenth. And if you don't know what Juneteenth is, um, we could tell you, but I do encourage you to do your own research. Do your own research. Don't least look pretty, y'all. You have a pretty face. We got to get out of here, though. Um, God bless you guys. We I, love you. I want you to have a good day on purpose. Craig wasn't here to remind us to have a great day on purpose, but I'm going to take up for Craig and remind you to have a great day on purpose. You have a lot to say about how well your day goes. And typically, uh, it's your response to the stuff. Your response to it. Even if they cut you off in traffic, even if she asks you to make copies out the fax machine, okay, it doesn't matter. The way you respond to it matters a whole lot more. Your attitude. Felicia says that um, George Washington Carver's museum is in Tuskegee, Alabama. Alabama. Probably. I believe. It should be. But we got to go. You guys have a beautiful we do. day. We today. love you. And don't forget to have sex. Wow. <laughs>